Welcome to the Dacus Report, hosted by Pacific Justice Institute founder and president Brad Dacus. For 25 years, PJI has counseled, represented, and defended people whose religious freedoms, parental rights, or sanctity of life have been obstructed or violated, all free of charge. We leave no one behind and level the playing field for Americans as they are subjected to the tyranny of the powerful. Now, here's Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. On today's show, we're going to talk about a high school counselor that decided to invite witches onto campus and what happens next. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to discuss a group that's out to stop baptisms from being able to take place for those in prison. Uh, to help me talk about these and other case matters, we have with us here Constitutional Law Attorney Michael Peffer. Welcome to the program, Michael. Hey, thanks. It's great. Great to be here, as usual. Did you have a nice weekend? I did, yeah. It was a pleasant weekend and got all my chores done and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I, uh, I was blessed with uh, going up to Lompoc, oh, good. Uh, California, or I got to guest preach at a Calvary Chapel up oh, there. Oh, great. It was exciting. We had, uh, at the end of the sermon, we had one person uh, at the back raises hand to receive Christ oh, as his Lord and good. Savior. I, I tell you, I I love that more than following a lawsuit against the, the Planned Parenthood. And that's big time. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> I always love yeah, those lawsuits. Time, but yeah. this is, this is, it's so exciting to see um, that God is still moving and he's still changing hearts and, and still can, uh, giving that, that hope of salvation to people especially in, it, in the times that we're, we're, uh, we're facing. It's easy to get discouraged and think that, well, oh, you know, we've got to be on the defense. No, we need to go forth and share the gospel, share right. the good news, yeah. and, uh, and allow uh, God to work through us and to see what he's going to do. And it's uh, so encouraging. Yeah, and I, I hope I can say this, but I, I think we're unique. And we have a guy that founded and is the president of this organization who likes to preach in churches and, and has a gift at doing that. God's gifted yeah. you. And so it's so neat to go in and say, I'm from PGI, but I'm here to tell you about the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, that's, that's really spectacular, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real joy. You know, originally I was going to be a pastor. I was going to yeah. go to seminary. And I prayed about it, sought God on it, and I felt called to go to law school instead. Right. And look what happens. Now I do a lot of preaching uh, on Sundays, and it's right. exciting to see what God does. And uh, you just gotta you gotta follow the Lord, and it's not always doesn't always make sense. Nope. But if we're following and we're praying and we're we're seeking the guidance of the Holy Spirit, uh, in the end we can be confident whatever it is that uh, God's going to be uh, glorified. Yep. We have a similar journey, you and I, on that because I was I was a pastor before I decided to go to law school. So God does it. He does give us gifts, but He also has other missions for us. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you started off law school, then pastor, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exciting. Well, um, we have an interesting case matter that's popped up in Missouri, of all places. Now, I, I would expect something dealing with drag queen performances in California, Washington, New York, uh, Chicago, but this is in Missouri, Columbia, Missouri. Uh, and drag queens came into middle schools. Yes. So some parents are upset about this. What's going on? Yeah, so here the parents didn't find out about it until it was all done. And, and the, we're going to talk about in a bit here how the school handled that. Very deceitful and, and uh, cagey, if you will. So 
um, what what happened is this school, it's MLK Day, and, and instead of supporting and celebrating MLK, Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King, King uh, what they, they say, oh, this is another look at diversity under the guise of diversity. They're bringing in this drag show for uh, y- young people to, to see. Now, if Martin Luther King Jr. was here today, would he a- approve of that conduct? Yeah, I'll tell you not. No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes, exactly. He, he would be insulted. So I think that was pretty audacious for them to try to somehow link uh, drag queen performers with you know, Martin Luther King Day and, yeah. and, and the, the civil rights movement, the true civil rights movement. Uh, so, uh, so this took place. The mayor knew about it. Is yep. that, the, is that the, the assumption? Now, the mayor is not a part of the school. Nope. So I, 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 first I thought it was a misprint on the, the notes I was reading. I thought, well, they mean the superintendent. Yeah. But no, the mayor. So yeah. exactly how did the mayor get involved in this? Yeah, this whole thing was um, a sponsored by the city. So the, under the mayor's control, the city's Office of Cultural Affairs, and uh, along with the mayor, uh, Mayor Barbara, it looks like Buffalo, um, sponsored this, this program. And, um, and, and, and the, the report included a permission slip that was to go to parents, but it mentions nothing about what's going to happen that day. Nothing whatsoever. And then they also, they discouraged the parents from being there by saying, we unfortunately we don't have enough room to accommodate families here. Of course you don't have enough room because what you want to do is deceitfully brainwash children. And that's, that's exactly what this was. Yeah. On Martin Luther King Day, no less. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's outrageous. Uh, you know, and I, and if a parent showed up and saw that what they were doing to their children, yeah. Uh, who knows what the parent would do cuz I would I would be so outraged. Absolutely. I would do everything I could to to halt the production. I might like stand up and, and say, "This is a and fake a heart attack yeah. and <laughs> exactly. totally disrupt the... <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just brainstorming. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. yeah. What, I like that, though. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway. but So this is, uh, this is uh, serious. Parents have a right to be angry. So there's, I would assume there's probably going to be an investigation. Uh, there should be some people fired. I, I agree there should be some people fired. And what they're trying to do is say, hey, we need explanations here. We need to know how and why this ended up happening. And, you know, this is the interesting thing. If the school is so proud of what they are doing here, why not invite the parents? If you think this is normative, that kids ought to be participating in a drag show, then why not invite the parents and, and say, yep, this is norm- normative behavior? And the reason is they know it's not normative behavior, but they don't care. They just want to push the parents out and push the kids into this ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, that mayor has a lot of accountability for what's happened. Uh, people in the city have a lot of accountability to Abs- the parents. Absolutely. And for that matter, you know, the, uh, the principal of the middle schools involved, uh, those principals should be held accountable. Who, who knew what? Yeah. When do they know it? Who knew what? Uh, and then let the let everything fall where it may. But yeah. I, I think people need to be fired. This is sick. 
It's child abuse. Yeah, I agree. Kids in middle school, really? Yeah. The most vulnerable time in life, as far as I'm concerned, and on issues of sex, sexuality, sexual identity. Absolutely. It's so fragile. <clears throat> it's, it's such a sensitive time. So, uh, you know, folks, let's, uh, you know, let's just hope and pray that, uh, that justice is done. Um, I'm not out for revenge. That's not my, my goal. My goal is to make sure that a loud message is sent to people all across the country in public schools yeah. and government. You do this. You overtly circumvent the rights of parents, yeah. hiding information, not disclosing it, not letting parents be there, bringing in something so outrageous. Uh, there are consequences. And uh, I just want to encourage people out there to, to contact us. If they ever hear of anything like this happening yeah. in their community, folks, contact us at PJI. Go to PJI.org. Let us know. We have attorneys all across the country, uh, 27 offices. Actually, I think it's 28 offices as of February 1st. So uh, anyway, don't hesitate to contact us. We're here to serve you and do it without charge. At PJI, we exist to serve everyone in need of counsel, representation, and defense of their religious liberties, parental rights, and the sanctity of life. We don't take cases based on how high-profile they are. We are workhorses, not show horses. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. Yeah, and this is something that par parents will either stand up and fight this or we will lose a generation of kids. That, that's just it. It's, it I'm, I hate sounding so hyperbolic, but it is true. This yeah. is dangerous for kids. Yeah, This grooms them basically to be able to receive sexual messages when they shouldn't be getting sexual From messages. drag queens. That's right. And we've already seen the results of the transgender movement. The you know coming into campuses, being pushed by the schools. We now have an explosion yeah. of children with gender identity dysphoria, and they're victims. That's right. They're being groomed and, and encouraged, and experimentation being encouraged. Uh, so parents uh, need to be aware of what's going on, and I strongly encourage those uh, who have children in public schools, wherever they may be, to start thinking about alternatives: private yeah. school, homeschooling helping working with their church to start a homeschool co-op, a church homeschool co-op. Those are very effective. There's great resources to do that. Uh, but this goes to show us, I think, real clearly that no matter where people are living, no matter what the state, this is Missouri, Missouri. Yeah. Um, people are not going to be protected if they have their children in public schools. And I say even if they have their kids in private schools, they need to be very careful because there's a lot of uh, liberal denominations that have private schools that are bringing in material just as horrific as this. Yeah. In fact, later we're going to talk about just such a situation. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, an ex-gay man uh, faces charges for sharing his testimony about finding freedom in Christ. This is not in the United States, though. This is somewhere else. Yeah, it, this is in Malta. And we like to call attention to things that are happening around the world. But don't think for a minute that this can't happen in the United States of America. Right. Yes, we have good law right now. We have a great Supreme Court. But this is what it's all about. This is what they're trying to do is make it 
either either very inconvenient or illegal even this is the the left's goal make right. it illegal to share a gospel message we've seen these signals in the united states yes, the left is overtly wanting to silence that's right and destroy anyone that has a, a testimony about the lord's deliverance it it goes totally against their agenda and their their mantra is that well, you know, when someone's gay, that's how they are. That's who they are. That's their identity. Yes, that's right. Say, no, no, no. No, no, no. So many have been set free from that bondage. And many of them are now married. I know of people who are ex-gays who are married. They have children. And they live a wonderful life. Yes. And that, that ruins their deception. That ruins Satan's deception and the far left's deception. Uh, and to be quite frank, uh, the, the Democrat Party's deception. Yeah, that's right. And so... We, uh, we see this happening, though, in not just the United States. We see this happening uh, in other countries uh, like Malta. Malta is a, an island there in the Mediterranean. That's right. Um, you know, often I like to think of other parts of the world of being more conservative, reasonable. <laughs> Me too. But this guy, this ex-gay, he's, he's facing criminal charges? Being criminally prosecuted for sharing his testimony of the Lord's deliverance? That's right. Yeah, you know, it's interesting... Because this guy faces five months in prison and, and almost $5,500 in fines if he's convicted for this. But the fact that he's even charged, when what he did, his crime, was to share the good news of Jesus Christ in his own life. He, he wasn't saying everybody should do this or should do that. He was saying, this is what happened in my life. I got freed up from the, um, this, this gay movement or whatever you call it, he got freed up, and now he's testifying about Christ's work in him, and that's a crime there in Malta, apparently. Yeah. Well, uh, this is something that the United States should... You know, they, 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 it's their own country, I get that. But yeah. the extent that we, that we can provide a positive influence on other countries, we should. The problem is this administration that we presently have, they're not going to lift a finger to yeah. protest a Christian being persecuted for sharing his faith Yeah, uh, because he's an ex-gay. I mean, they won't lift a finger to try to in any way put pressure on Malta to, to not engage this kind of overt religious persecution against Christians who have powerful testimonies like this. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, a shame. I, I know if I think the former administration was in office right now, they'd be moving on this. Yeah. Because the, the prior administration worked very hard to promote religious freedom around the world. Yep. Probably took some of the most aggressive measures to date, even with uh, working with the United Nations, uh, to further religious freedom. So this is uh, unfortunate. Um, I just encourage people to pray for this gentleman. Uh, he's he's it's it's serious. Uh, uh, they, the gentleman's name is Matthew Gretch, G-R-E-C-H. Yeah. Uh, put him in your prayers, folks. Uh, this is a, a Christian who's being persecuted in the Middle East, criminally prosecuted for sharing his testimony. It's like the Apostle Paul take two in the book of Acts. Yeah. This is like it something really you'd is. read from the book of Acts, right? Yeah. Preaching the gospel in the early church and then being in prison for sharing the gospel because it doesn't comport with the ideology of those in power at the time. 
Indeed, and, and I love what he, how he explained it. He says, and I'm quoting, This means that no matter what sexual feelings a man or a woman is experienced, if they, have a sexual, if they have sexual relations with a person of the same sex, they commit the homosexual act in God's eyes. And that is a sin. Just like every other sin, one can repent from it, ask for forgiveness, and ask him, that is God, for strength to overcome and I'm talking here from a Christian perspective. And it, that is a crime, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, good kudos for him for standing up and for, for sharing in this part of his life. Yeah, uh, yeah, kudos to, to him. And uh, I just want to say, if there's anyone out there who is facing persecution because, you have, because of your testimony, whatever it might be, yeah. it may not be politically correct, folks. It may be something that the world doesn't want you to, to share. But if you share your faith and you're attacked and you're persecuted, we you lose your job or whatever the context, please contact us at pji.org. We're here to serve you. We're here to help you. And if you want to keep up with our cases, our press releases, uh, go to our website. Once again, pji.org. We have over 120 cases in, in litigation right now as we speak. And you can keep up with those. You can pray for our cases. Once again, it's pji.org, and be sure to get our Legal Insider newsletter. Did you know that PJI preserves students' rights to share their faith and protects them from indoctrination? We also provide free resources to help promote evangelism within the public schools and educational resources to give parents legal advice for choosing an alternative to public education. Keep current on the educational landscape by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. A uh, high school, we've already talked about, you know, what's going on in the public schools and the danger to people of faith and, and families of faith. Uh, well, here we're dealing with a Catholic high school and a counselor at a Catholic high school reportedly invited witches that, that's right, W-I-T-C-H-E-S, witches, yes, that's right. to the campus who gave students crystals. And this, is, uh, this happened in Pennsylvania. This, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm really surprised this took place, but the Catholic high school did something about it, didn't they? They sure did. And we have for a long time uh, remarked about our gratitude for the Catholic schools which provide a, a good education, especially in these inner city areas like L.A. and other places. They provide a good, solid, competent education that's guided by Christ. And, and that's, a, that's a blessing. And here you see what this, this school can do that unfortunately public schools won't do, and that is you're fired. For doing this, His, I love how what they said. The the, the diocese of of uh, Pittsburgh's uh, one of their spokespersons, Michelle Peduro, said, "The school puts its faith in Jesus Christ, not in objects such as crystals." You just gotta love that. So therefore, you're fired. And we yeah. have litigated this issue before. That they have every right to fire. They have every right to keep people. The Supreme Court has held that um, that schools can choose the people that teach these classes because they have a religious background and they require religious instruction, and therefore they have freedoms that uh, 
yeah, the public schools just don't have. Right. Uh, hats off to this Catholic school for, for moving on it. Uh, you know, they weren't conspiring like you'd think a public school might be behind the scenes, like we talked about what was happening in Missouri, yeah. you know, where they're, they're conspiring to bring garbage on a campus like the drag queens. No, this private Catholic high school said, not on our watch. You're fired. Uh, this is inexcusable. Uh, I remember we had a, a case matter in the micro-Asia uh, way on the, out in the Pacific involving a, a private Christian school. Yep. And they hired someone who turned out was a witch doctor, uh, right. a, a voodoo witch doctor. Exactly. I mean, and, and he was, they, so they fired him. And he sued the private Christian school there in Microasia where the American flag is flying. That's right. And that's our motto. Wherever the American flag is flying, that's right. we will be there. That's right. So we were there. We, we represented this private Christian school against this self-proclaimed voodoo witch doctor. Yeah. We won. He lost. And I just think it's important for people to know that if they ever uh, know of a private Christian school, a religious school, or an Orthodox Jewish school for that matter, right. that is being required to in any way compromise or being pushed or intimidated to compromise their faith, uh, they shouldn't hesitate to contact us immediately because we do this representation uh, without charge. Yeah. And it's, it's real important. Sometimes the government is the bad guy. I know in New York, they're picking on a, an Orthodox Jewish school. That's right. They're in New York, and we went to bat for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gl- so glad we did because uh, you know, even, uh, even states like New York or California can be big bullies sometimes when it comes to private religious schools. Yeah, and people need to know. The law is on our side in this. They don't just let these things happen in a Christian school being afraid you might get sued. Call PJI and allow us to represent you free of charge so that you can have the right to uh, uh, educate according to the principles upon which your schools are founded. And that is, in this case, Jesus Christ. That's right. And they didn't compromise. Yeah. So hats off to them. Uh, I like giving recognition to uh, the good guys, and uh, uh, it's North Catholic High School, um, I guess is uh, what we're looking at here. And um, But uh, hats off to them for, for moving on this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a, an atheist group is going after a sheriff to try to stop the promoting, quote-unquote, of jail baptisms. This has been going on for quite a while. Already nearly 40 inmates have been baptized, uh, which is what someone does after they make a profession of faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, It's a a symbol that they uh, undertake to symbolize the the burial of the old self, the the resurrection of the new person in Christ. Um, It's it's very important. It's something that Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to, to be baptized when we become believers. Yes. Uh, so we're dealing here with a prison and people who become Christians and this atheist group is sort of ticked off about it and ticked off that uh, these jail baptisms are taking place. Is that is that right? That's exactly right. We love fighting the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Uh, we love fighting them. We have sued them or defended people who have been sued by them in the past. Uh, and this is one of those things where, so w- what we, the, the, the picture is you have a chaplain, and the chaplain is assisting people in the jail system. 
they're coming to Christ, as you just pointed out, and they're, they're, they've allowed for a baptism. In four years' time, the past four years, nearly 300 men and women have come to Christ, and they have allowed them to be baptized and signify their faith. There's nothing here that I've seen in, in my research that says they were forcing people to be baptized. No, these were people that came to Christ and, and actually done something that the uh, prisons and jails can't do. Change the inner man. Change the heart of the person who did wicked things so that they do wicked things no longer. We've been so supportive of prison ministries in the past. I remember uh, a, a case matter we took on where uh, they were not going to be doing baptisms in a prison. And we said, no, no, uh-uh. You need to allow baptisms. Right. This is very important to the, the faith of those in prison. Uh, and so it's all the more important that ministries be protected to be able to reach out and provide hope and hopeful, hopefully transformation That's right. to those in our public uh, you know, uh, institutions and prisons and jails, etc. Um, it's, yeah. it's an opportunity for, to, to minister. It's an opportunity for religious freedom to flourish, and that's one reason why we at PJI are there, right. and we stand ready to go to bat and defend people of faith in these situations. We would love the opportunity to continue to serve you. Just visit pji.org and click the Legal Insider button to sign up for our email newsletter. At PJI, we help individual employees, employers, business owners, pastors, students, citizens of every stripe through our practical resources, counsel, representation, and defense, all free of charge at pji.org. PJI is an island of stability and assurance in our ever-churning sea of legal and societal chaos. We are here for you. So folks, just remember, it's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms. <laughs>